What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Member Country Music Podcast. As usual, I'm Kyle Corbis, and uh, it's Friday where I am, and um, it's it's Friday's great. Who doesn't love Fridays? Off tomorrow, you know. A lot of new music came out today. A ton of new music came out today. Um, so excited to dive into that. But before we get to all that, I'm really excited to welcome Amanda Kate Ferris to the show today. Amanda, welcome. Thank you for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much for having me. And I'm sorry it took us so long to figure out a schedule for <laughs> us to do this. I know we've been going back and forth on Instagram for a casual few weeks. <laughs> a, a casual few weeks, and that's okay. It's it, it's it's like uh, it's like uh, giving a nice prime. We're, we're we're getting ready. You know, we're 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 keeping it casual, and then, and then we then we dive in, and we're good to go. So I love it. it. Schedules are 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 nuts. Um, it's so hard to figure out, and I always feel bad. Like when I. Tell me if you feel this way, but when someone's like, hey, give me a few dates or give me a few days and times, right? And I send I send over like a week or two and I'm like, these aren't the best days and times. Like, like I, I always feel terrible. I'm like, my, the days and times that I'm giving are not like a noon to five window. It's like the weirdest times. Um, and they're so sporadic. So I feel terrible every time I have to send those emails because I'm like, I mean, I don't really know what else to say. At least you're doing it. Half the time, I feel like you're like, hey, what's your availability? And sometimes you just don't get anything back or it just you go back and forth with, oh, wait, I'm available this time. Just kidding. No, I'm not. So no, I try you're- and do like a two week buffer. I try and like send over a two week and say, hey, this is what the next two weeks looks like. If none of this works, we can look at the next two weeks and exactly. then we, we go from there. Exactly. Well, we did it. We did it. That's all that matters. But um why don't we start off with just kind of a little bit about you? I first have to say, um, and, and you just told me this, so I'm not smart or anything, but you're at the the Red Barn, right? That yeah. looks so cool behind you. I think that that's awesome. And if you ca- you can't see what I'm looking at right now, but it, it looks really cool. There's a ton of like old school gas signs going on back there, which I think is awesome. And I just think yeah. it's an awesome vibe. So it's pretty cool. Yes, we shoot a ton of content here. Um, this is the Rock and R Ranch in Palmer, Texas, and um, it's a party. It's like a, their party barn. But they, yeah, there's, we've got some old saddles up there on the railing and old signs. The owner, um, he has a passion for old signs. So yeah. he's got a whole, I could do a whole tour That's of so just cool. signs that are in this barn. <laughs> I, I find that stuff so fascinating. I was, um, I was out somewhere once and uh, I found an old, um, I think it was Speedway. No, maybe, maybe it was. I said, I gotta, I gotta look it's upstairs, but it's a speedway sign, I believe. And I bought it because of the fact where I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put this, but it's cool. So I buy it and I just like put it in my, just like put it in my room. I just like stuck it in my bedroom. And I was like, this is awesome. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit at all. Like all everything hung in my room is like black frames and like, it's like kind of modern and nice looking. And then there's just this big ass tin sign. But it's cool. Uh-huh. I think it works. It works. It works. It makes sense. It makes sense. But um, why don't we just dive into a little bit about you um, and anyone who's uh, listening who who may not know you, who may, who may be discovering you for the first time before we dive into all the good stuff. Um, little Spark Notes version, like I like to say. Yes. Yeah. So my name is Amanda Kate Ferris, and I'm a Texas country artist from right outside of Dallas, Texas. And we're just, yeah, I'm just releasing country music. You know, we've, uh, we just got finished with uh, releasing my EP called pedal steel. And so, yeah, a lot of, a lot of fun stuff, just, you know, doing the independent country artist thing. 
That's right. I love it. So um, one thing that really stuck out to me the first time I was new and, and um, I really love the CPA. I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, and we're going to dive all into that. Uh, the one thing that really stuck out is like, so I feel like, um, you know, country music has a ton of subgenres going on recently, right? Like as in the last few years. Um, and the sound out of Texas is something that I really enjoy and I'm really passionate about. Um, but I feel like uh, we don't get that sound uh, from women as much, which I don't really understand why, but we don't. And I think it's really cool that, you know, you have this really steel heavy sound. And I love that. Um, how did you find yourself doing that kind of country music? Yeah. You know, I, I grew up listening to, that's the country music that I grew up on, you know, yeah. was Brooks and Dunn and Winona Judd. And um, so I think naturally, like, that's what I wanted. I wanted to have that kind of sound, you know, um, like you said, there's not a whole lot of females that do that. Um, I think females tend to lend themselves more on the pop side of things. Um, but for me, I love performing with a, with a band, you know, we've got a seven piece band and more on stage. I want to make sure that, you know, there's a high, there's high energy and that the instruments are all showcased really well. And I think that that's different too, you know, in, um, a lot of live shows, people run a lot of tracks. We don't run tracks. It's all live. And, um, it's just, the music is really good. And I've been, I've been really blessed too. I think with the producers that have come into my life and, um, the songwriters that have come into my life have, I've been able to, to showcase just really good country music. And I just feel, I feel lucky for sure. I think that's incredible. Why do you, question? Why, why do you think that I like how I stated question? Like I'm not asking a bunch of questions. Um, I act like this is the first time I'm doing this. Um, <laughs> why, why do you uh, think that this uh, traditional sound is, is being shied away from, from other women in country music? I mean, I don't know. I think and naturally as an artist, you want to, you want to put out music that feels authentic to you. Right. You want to put out. And so I don't know, maybe other women, they just don't, they don't attach themselves to this type of sound. You know, right. that's not what inspires them. They don't feel like that's how they want to showcase their talent. I think for me, I love, like I said, I love being on stage mm -hmm. with a band and I've been singing country music for gosh, 15 plus years and, and on stage with a band. Right. And so naturally I love the sound of a pedal steel. I love a fiddle. You know, I love these like awesome country guitar solos, you mm -hmm. know? And so naturally I want, you know, my sound to showcase that. And, mm -hmm. um, but you know, I think that pop, you know, the pop country thing is, is working for a lot of people, but for me, it would just, there'd be no way for me to, it would not feel right if, right. if that was the style, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love it. I think hopefully there's a trend. I think you're starting to hear a little bit more, yeah. um, traditional country sound and artist. And so, yeah, we, we'll talk, see. we talk about a lot here. We talk about how that, that table is, um, kind of coming full, like it's, it's coming around, right. <clears throat> excuse me it's coming around and it's it's not um just so heavy one-sided or or light-sided the other way so i think that's great and i love that i mean i think that there's you know honestly i think there's room for it all but i think you need to have this traditional sound to have the rest of it so um so that that's my uh my little uh two cents on that but um no i i think that your sound's incredible and i love that that you are uh comfortable with your sound and that is a sound that you're comfortable playing on stage and um, you won't change that sound just because of, um, you know, whatever might be going on in uh, the genre otherwise. Um, right. I think trends too, you know, artists, 
in my early twenties, I remember you feel like you have to chase the trend, you know, because, Oh, this sound is really working. So you want to try to do that. Um, and I learned very quickly that trends as quickly as you jump on, they're onto the next thing. So it's better to just do, do what's it, what feels right for you. And if people attach themselves to it, that's great. Um, I've always known that my sound isn't necessarily something that is going to be you know, the masses are going to want, I'm always probably going to have a little bit of a niche audience. Um, but those people love what I do. And that's, that's enough for me. I feel like that's super important, especially like, you know, I'll dumb this down like from a listening standpoint, but like from as, as a listener, as a very passionate listener of country music, like, you know, I have people telling me all the time that the thing I'm passionate about is not like there's no reason to be so obsessed with it as I am. Right. Like, like uh, from here, I mean like, like regionally, but like from here and, but it like really doesn't matter because like, and and I'm sure the feeling is the same, but like you get this like weird feeling in your gut every time you, you listen or you play and it's like, it's worth it. It's just like, it's, it's cool. Like it, it makes you yeah. giddy inside. It makes you a little excited. Right. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. industry said um, we did an interview recently and they were asking me like, you know, just advice and kind of how you deal with kind of the ups and downs. But I'm like, if you love, if you love, love what you do and you love country music, I mean, of course there's the, there's the high highs and the low lows, um, but every, I can't imagine, I can't imagine doing anything else. Um, And music is, I've known that this is all I've done my whole life. And so. I love it. So you're a mom, right? So you're like, you're, you're, you're you're like a super mom. Like, like you are, if you think about it, you are the parent that like every kid is like, whoa, because at least for me, like I grew up listening to music. If my mom and my dad was like going out on the weekends and playing music, hardcore, I think that's the coolest thing. Do like, does that happen at your house? Like, is that like, or, or do they, or I should be cooler than I am Right. in my daughter's eyes. I just, you know, I'm just there to get her snacks and (laughs) go. do what she just know, wants the goldfish think, yeah she wants goldfish and peanut butter jelly sandwiches you know right. um but no she does i mean she's turning six this year so she's starting to like get more into it we just had her featured in my new music video and she loved it she yeah. loved being you know behind the like in front of the camera and she was great with the director like she and honestly i think a lot of that is because this is the world that she was born into yeah. this is all she knows you know right. she I recorded my first album with her holding her literally like on my hip because she was a baby. Yeah. Um, she wouldn't stop crying. So I was sure. like, I guess we're going to record. Gotta do what you got to do. Uh, and so she's been in rehearsals and studios and backstage and sound checks since the day she was born. And so this is, this is all she knows, but that's also why I think she doesn't think it's as cool. Sure. I think her friends think I'm cooler than she does. <laughs> okay. Well, at least, at least someone's in that, in that range. She'll come around eventually. She'll, she'll, she'll realize it. She'll come around. Now, do you think that it's like, so, so the reason why I brought that up is because, because, um, you know, oftentimes, not always, I guess I, I, I shouldn't just say that, but oftentimes um, people get into music because they grew up in a musical household and whether that be music playing or actually a family that was musically talented. Um, but do you, um, are you encouraged in the fact that like your upbringing was around music and now hers is too. And like, that's, you know, that's cool. Yeah. It's come full circle. You know, it's, um, I remember when I first was pregnant, honestly, I thought I was having a boy. I was like, Oh, it's a boy. I have five brothers. I grew up around all guys. I'm in music. So I've got a 
bunch of guys in the band, you know, I just, that's been my life. Yeah. Um, and then I had a little girl and it's just funny because everything happens for a reason. And God gave me her a hundred percent. Like this was the perfect <clears throat> gift because my mom, my mom and I were super close and now my mom's in heaven, but now I have the same relationship with my daughter and it's, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. I absolutely love having a little mini me. She, she loves all the same things that I do. And, um, you know, she's finally even like riding, you know, the horses she she's been on a horse since the day she was born. Yeah. Um, and now she's finally able to ride on her own with me. And it was like, Oh, I could cry. It's so cute. Like getting to do the things that I grew up doing with my mom. Right. Now I'm doing my daughter. So it's really special. That's awesome. I love that. I'm really glad I asked that. Cause it's really nice. I love that. It's beautiful. But, um, I, I, I think that's incredible. And like, and I don't know, I, I, I always like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 25. I'm not having kids anytime soon. Right. Like that's, you know, that's you got so much time down the line. I'm good. I'm good. But, um, I think about it and it's like, I want to have those memories with my kids. Like I had with my dad or, you know, like I want my kids to grow up the same way I did because, you know, I had a great childhood and, and, you know, I, I think that I turned out okay. Not perfect. I think I turned out okay. And like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think that I want my kids to to love those same things, right? Like I want my kids to say, yeah, my dad listened to like Vince Gill every Sunday morning or, or, or all I heard was this and that and the other thing. Like I want those things. I think that it's cool that you get to do those things now while also living out the stream of singing country music. And I think that it's like the best of both worlds. I think it's awesome. Um, Aw, thank you. Thank you. Um, now, does she does she like country music like that? Because that would be a little awkward. That would be a little. Um, weird, be she does. You know, she's a big Morgan Wallen fan. Okay. She she has loved Morgan Wallen since she was like three. Hey. Um, she loves Morgan Wallen. She loves. She loved. So when speaking of Vince Gill, when she was a baby, I used to play Vince Gill all the time because she would get really, really quiet and yeah. like listen. Like you could tell she was listening to it. Um, yeah, she loves um she loves Morgan Wallen. Um she loves my music too, but I think there's um she's a big I opened up for Priscilla Block and mm -hmm. so she was a big Priscilla Block fan. She anytime she sees her, she's like Priscilla, Priscilla. And Priscilla <laughs> was really cute with her and you know, took pictures <clears throat> that with her. So she thinks her and Priscilla are like besties. Um, but yeah, she she loves, I mean, she loves all kinds of music. She's I love it. This is her world for sure. Awesome. That's so great. I love that. I, I think that's really cool to have kids grow up around stuff like this and and um kind of form um you know their musical journey. I think that's really cool. Um my allergies are killing me today. We talked about this before. I, I think I've turned my head about five times so I can clear my throat already. And we're like 15 minutes into this thing. Essentially, I'm everyone, if you're listening to me, I sound hoarse, allergies kicking my butt. This is the best my voice has sounded in a week. And we're rolling. So I mean, you just got to roll that. I've had allergies really bad for the last like year and a half. And I've done the testing. I've done the allergy meds. Nothing works. So at this point, I just have come to terms with the fact that this is my life. And I just have to figure out how to live like this. Exactly. So, it started for me like a year, two years ago. And I never had them before. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, here it is. I'm just like, what is this? this is no, whatever you do, don't. Google, don't go on TikTok and go down a rabbit hole of like all of these people that have similar symptoms because I went down this whole rabbit hole about like chemtrails and why we're like, there's people with the same symptoms I have are all across the nation, mm. but 
they're all saying the same thing. Like none of us had allergies until like a year and a half, two years ago. This and now, and now all of a sudden we're all sick. I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. You, you never know. You never know. <laughs> there's, there's something saying something. Listen, there's something. I don't know. I went, you know, 23 years without allergies. And right. Going on. I don't, I, who knows? Who the hell knows? But um, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I can't do it. But let's talk about the CP. I want to dive into it. I think it's fantastic. It's called Pedal Steel. It came out a few weeks ago at this point. I, maybe a month ago. Somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, I think we're almost, I think we're at a month. Okay, a month. I think it's fantastic. It's five songs. Um, you got Baby Don't, Tequila and Jesus, When I Think About You, Pedal Steel, my favorite, and In This Town. Um, let's talk about this project. Uh, why these five songs? Why now? What do you love about it? Let's just break it down. Yeah. Um, so Baby Don't was the first one, um, was the first release that we you know, released as a single and it was a crowd favorite. Everybody has loved that song since the first time we started playing it on stage. And, um, that one was, you know, it's, it's been released actually, I think a couple of times by a couple of different artists. Um, but I, I just loved it. You know, um, a gal who she finds songs for me, she sent it to me and she's like, I think this could be really good for you. And I wanted something a little sassy, you know, upbeat, fun. And that one checked all the boxes, but we wanted to, the demo was super pop driven. So it was very pop sounding. Um, and we wanted to take it more, more country. We changed the mm -hmm. tempo a bit, um, added a ton of guitars, a ton of pedal steel fiddle. And then it just, it kind of came to life in my, in my brand of country music, you know? Um, and so I've always loved that one. And then tequila and Jesus was one, it was written, um, by that was a Lainey Wilson cut. And she actually was singing the demo the, when I heard it. And That's awesome. Yeah. And I love that one. I think that one too, just because of it, it fits my story so much of kind of where I've come from and starting to sing it. I started singing in church and then ended up going the country route and um, sing, singing more in bars and honky tonks. And yeah. so, you know, and then COVID happened. And I think um, the writers where they wrote it from was obviously during the COVID times of kind of just like, gosh, the world is crazy. Like what would, what would we do without our faith of knowing that things are going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And the ability to just kick it back and have a drink and just let it go, you know, or three drinks, and, you know, <laughs> right. Or three or four, who knows? Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we just, I love that one. Cause it really did bridge the gap for me between kind of where I came from and where I'm at now yeah. of, you know, just rolling with it and having good people around you. And then, um, the next one, uh, yeah. When I think about you, gosh, that one, Lori McKenna is a writer on that. And that one just hit me. It's a, it was written as a love song, but for me, when I sing it, I think of my mom, you know, and it's a song about loss and you can take that whatever way you want, whether it's a loved one, it's, it's a relationship that ended. It's a friendship that ended. It's, you know, somebody has passed away. You know, I've had people message me that they're like, they, I think about my, I think about my horse that died. Like they, this gal, she had a, um, she had a barrel horse that was really special to her. She won all this money on this horse. And then the horse got sick and like, she's like, I've, it's a massive loss that she yeah. went through. And it was crazy to me to hear someone attach that song in that way. Um, Cause I didn't think about it that way, but for me, that one was just really special. And even singing that one in the studio it was, it was emotional singing it. Um, but I also think that's why it made it so good, you right. know? Um, and then pedal steel, gosh, that was the first song that was sent to us. And the first outside song that I considered. And the minute I heard it, I was like, gosh, like, this is the song is special. Like I want to build, I want to build an album around this song and this yeah. sound 
and this narrative of what this song says about country music. Um, and I've said it before, and I honestly, I think it's an anthem. I think this is a song that I'm singing right now, but I think other artists are going to want to cut it down the road because of just how great it is. You know, I think um, we heard May Estes, she sang it for her Opry debut. And it was like, I got chills watching it because it is, it's like, the song is so special and it's not, it's special for all of us artists that have a dream of country music, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see what's, and then in this town, in this town, it's the same thing. It's that love letter to, to Hank Williams. It's, it's yeah. a message that I've said for a long time, I think, you know, about country music. And I think country music has gotten over the years, it's, it's drifted so far away from where the traditional sound, where it came from. Yep. Um, and so that song, it's all about kind of what Hank Williams would think about country music today, you know? Yeah. And so I just, I loved what it said. And then the whole instrumentation on it just brought it to life. Oh, it's, it's awesome. I think it's sick. And you know, what's funny about pedestal. I think pedestal is the epitome of what country songs should be. Like that's, I think if, if in my personal opinion, if you look up country music in a dictionary, I think that song should come up. I think it is the epitome of what a country song is, right? It's got all the instruments that you ever need. And the story is structured, right? And I just, it's fantastic. I think this whole project is really, really, really good. Um, and I could listen to all five songs every single day forever and I'd be happy with it. You know what I mean? So like, I think that's saying something. So, um, so I love it. I'm glad you had a blast with it. Um, I, I probably know this answer, but if you had to pick one of these five songs, that's like your favorite song. Would it be Pedal Steel or would it be something? It probably would be, right? I don't know. Would it be, would it be one of the other ones? I, it's, I have to go with Pedal Steel. Just yeah. like you said, it's, it has this sound and this feeling to it. And it's not because it's not because I'm singing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt that way about the demo when I heard yeah. it. Um, it's just, it is, it's what, it's exactly what I want to say about country music. It's mm -hmm. exactly how my heart feels about country music. Um, and then when you hear the instrumentation behind it and the fact that it's like a waltz, it's just, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. I, I think it's fantastic. And, and I'm, I'm, super glad i'm super glad you cut all five of these songs but i think it's great that that song is on there and and it really uh and it really showcases kind of who you are as an artist and i think that that's really important to have like that one song that at least that says like okay here i am and this is who i am and this is who i want to be right and you know <clears throat> you have not gone off that path prior and you're continuing to stay on that path which i think is really important because the more you play you know the more chances you'll have to go off that path and if you really just, you know, love who you are and love what you're doing, then then you won't really change that. And I think that that's awesome. So um, congratulations on the whole project. I think it's great. And and if you're listening right now I, I, I and you have not listened to it yet, um, it's five songs. It'll take you 16 minutes exactly. Everyone's got 16 minutes in their day. I promise you. I promise you. You can listen to it twice, 31 minutes. You're good to go. And uh, <laughs> fantastic. Share it on Instagram, tag her, do all the good stuff. I think it's great. Please do. Um, you recently, and I promise you, I didn't do this on purpose. You recently went to the CMTs, uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago, right? At this point. Um, what was that experience like? CMTs were in Texas this year, uh, kind of a new thing, right? Um, so what was that experience like? It must've been pretty cool. Oh my gosh. That was awesome. So we yeah. got, um, we got a call and I, I had played for them. So we were in Nashville a couple months ago and I got the chance to go in and like actually play my music for CMT. Cool. 
um, which I had never done before. Um, but the whole thing is just, it's crazy. So I, when I lived in Nashville in my early twenties, I was a temp at CMT for maybe, I want to say it was like a month, maybe, maybe six weeks. I don't know. Um, and so when I worked there, like they obviously had no idea that I was a singer, you know what I mean? And back then I'm so glad because I didn't, I didn't know what like who I was as a sit as an artist. I didn't really even have like the right songs, nothing. I was a mess, but I was, I was there. And so to see some of the executives that are still there today at the CMT, like on the carpet, but as an artist, it was just, it was so cool. So cool. I have no, and I have no idea if I'll ever get that chance again to go to something like that. But the fact that it's to have something come full circle like that from where I was, you know, when I lived in Nashville to actually getting to go there as an artist, it just felt like, it felt like God's way of being like, Hey, like you're on the right path. You're yeah. doing what you're, you're doing, what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and yeah, it was really cool. And then, you know, just getting to see, you know, Cody Johnson, his performance at the awards, like literally brought me to tears because it was one, it was just to me, I think it was the best performance of the night. And, um, it absolutely was by the way it was the yeah. best dance, but. so it was so good he is so incredible live it, he changed it, my entire way i view music like almost 10 years ago i started listening to cody johnson and he changed yeah. my entire view on music think about yeah. it I, at that point i'm some college kid in connecticut and i'm jamming out to cody johnson yeah. that's crazy I don't know. honestly and that is like you are so lucky like i yeah. love i love that i love that he 10 years ago as an independent texas country artist he got your attention, you know, oh my God. it's just, that's awesome. And that's, and he's a huge inspiration for me of what he's done independently, you know, as a, as a Texas country artist. And so, yeah, it was, it was, it was really cool. So do you think that, um, that like, like you said, you were in Nashville and then you leave and in, in, you're in Texas, right? Like, did you see a, a page turn for you in terms of your music career when you did plant your roots in Texas and say like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do this here. If I can do that there, I can do this here. Like, did you see that, that page turn? Because like often, right. I feel like sometimes just in life, people plateau and then they kind of need like a, a step to just kind of take them that next step up and then they keep rising. Right. Was that kind of like that? Was that kind of like your story where you picked yeah. up? Texas. So it's funny. So I was in, um, I was in Nashville in my early twenties. We were in California. Um, my husband's from California. Um, so we were there for over 10 years and California was great. I had a really, you know, I had a great fan base there too, like a local that would come out to all my shows and they would support mm -hmm. me. And that's kind of where my first album time where it came back sure. to life, you know, and, um, but coming to Texas, almost like 90% of my listeners have always been in Texas. Awesome. And I think it's just because of the kind of music that I sing sure. it lends itself more toward like Texas country. Um, and so when we moved here, it definitely, it just, it just opened doors. I think because the fans too, the fans love, they're so loyal in Texas. They yeah. love supporting, you know, the local independent artists. Um, and there's just a huge there. I could never, I could just be in Texas for the rest of my life and, and have a career here. I mean, and yeah. it's the only state that can do that. It's the it's, only state that has a self-sustaining whole system yeah. um, between the venues. I mean, in DFW alone, there's hundreds of venues to play yeah. and just, you know, we get calls all the time to play private parties and right. hotels and there's no other market. I mean, California was great to me, but there, 
there really wasn't as much of an industry there yeah. um, for country music as there is here. So I definitely, I'm very <clears throat> thankful for Texas. I'll, I'll, I'll be in Texas for a very, very long time. Yeah. My husband, my husband's a police officer in this state. So the likelihood of us leaving is not likely. <laughs> so, good. Uh, but I'm not mad about it. I, love I, it. I wouldn't either. Te Texas forever. I had to get that one in there. There you Easy. go. I had to get it in there. I had to get it in there. I love uh, So speaking of Texas forever, it cracked me up at the awards. One of the questions that I want to say it was like music mayhem. For one of the outlets asked, they said, okay, Friday night lights, the TV show or the movie. That's a good question. What do you think? The TV show, obviously. What yeah, do you I, think? I, I agree. My dad's my dad's gonna kill me because like the movie's like the movie, right? And it's based off the book and like whatever. But TV show, I, it, it was a part of my like upbringing. Are you kidding? Like TV show is so good. Oh, and all these people that answered movie, I was like, Texas Forever, like Tim Riggins, like how could you Tim Riggins? I want to name my kid Riggins. Are you kidding? Right. Like, it's, yeah, it's, like, the people not saying the movie. I'm like, that's just because they never saw the TV show. The, the TV show, it's a little bit of a marathon, but it's it's incredible. Come on. There's so, so many good parts. Up, I would watch that TV show. I would wake up. I'll never forget. So I was living at the time. My brother lived in Venice Beach. Yeah. And if you've ever been to California, Venice Beach is wild. And yeah. I was living in his back like house, like his little like back cottage or something. And I would turn on like before work. I was so obsessed that I would watch episodes before work at like six o'clock in the morning. And my older brother <laughs> would come and watch the episodes with me. That's how good it was. How could you not? It was, it was so good. It, like, like, you know how many times I've, I've watched like, um, just like, like going down YouTube rabbit holes and you just see like Kyle Chandler giving one of his like speeches in the locker room. You get chills. So good. So good. It's, it's the best. It's, it's the absolute best show. I've, I think I've rewatched it like four or five times, honestly. I just like every once in a while, every couple of years, I'll just like go through a binge and I'll rewatch it. And okay. it's just, it's just the best. I agree. TV show all the way. TV show <laughs> all the way. I, I, if you're listening right now and you disagree, send me a text because I, I want to know your opinion. I, I think that there's going to be a couple of people that disagree, but if they disagree. It's because they've never fully watched the show. <laughs> I'm convinced. If they disagree, they're just wrong. They're just wrong. They're just wrong. That's it. It is what it is. But listen, I love that, um, you know, you're having success in Texas. Texas is cool because like, you know, I, I've, I've been very grateful and very blessed to meet a bunch of people that come from Texas. And, um, you know, after a couple of conversations, I came to a realization. I was like, you really don't have to leave Texas. If you really don't want to, you don't have to. And I asked someone that once I said, Hey, listen, like if for some reason you never wanted to leave Texas, would you have to? And he goes, no, like I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm good. I'm, I'm doing really well. I can go from, you know, end to end if I want, it'll take a really long time. And that's the one thing I find crazy is like from get to end to end. And I I'm definitely wrong here number wise, but was it like four hours to get from end to end or something like that? It's like crazy. No, I think it's longer than that. It probably is longer than that. I'd say like it's like 12 hours or something. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Or, that, it's, that gets me to like Canada. It's massive. That's wild. It is. Hey, everything's bigger in Texas for a reason. It's, yep. <laughs> listen, that's what the, that's what they say. That's what they say. But um, so I close it out by doing this. What is if someone's listening to you uh, for the first time, right? Or if someone's listening to me, um, and I always say, why listen to me first? But if you're listening to me now, and then you say, okay, I'm going to go check out Amanda's music. What is the one thing uh, you want them to take away from listening to your music and listening to your songs and just 
listening to your journey? What is the one thing you want them to take away? Yeah. I mean, I just, I've always said, like, I hope that I inspire, I hope that I inspire people on some level, um, one to chase their dreams and to just stay unapologetically, like authentic to you, Mm -hmm. you know, just do you. Um, I have been doing this for a long time and I think that my story is unique in the fact that I did, I went to Nashville in my early twenties. I did the textbook thing that you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, but my journey didn't, I didn't stay there. I left there and I went home. Um, and I, I quit music for a while. I was just doing it. I was just singing in church and now I came back into it and my career is I'm doing more now than I ever thought I would ever get to do. You know what I mean? Getting to do, go to the CMT awards, getting to release music, music videos. I just, I feel very blessed. And you know, when you're, when you're young, it feels like you have to do like a b and c to mm-hmm. get to your destination and it can look so different for everyone so just stay stay true to yourself and and i think it's a it's a it's the business of just never giving up you can't give that. up i love just that gotta, just gotta stay yeah. at it you gotta you gotta everyone. You're, right. you're right life is about following the textbook right like eventually everyone's life as a student comes to an end and there's a reason why there's a reason why because life isn't about following a textbook and your path will take you on crazy ways and it'll take you everywhere. Even if for a second you're like, where am I going? Eventually it'll bring you right back to the center and you'll be okay. Uh, I have to tell myself that sometimes. And uh, I'm glad you said it. Cause honestly, I need to hear it. So, um, yeah. so uh, I think that's awesome. I, I hope that everyone listening right now will, will go and give uh, Amanda's music a spin, uh, listen to the CP um, as many times as you possibly can. And, um, cause it's just, it's fantastic. And if, 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 you know, I have so many people saying all the time, like, okay, well, I don't listen to country music, but, and this is just like in my daily life because I'm surrounded by people who don't love country music like I do. And people say, okay, who should I listen to? This is someone who I think you should go listen to. Like, this is, this is the epitome of, of someone who I think can change your entire view on what you listen to on what you might not like. I think you will love this. So if you're listening now, just trust me, just go do it. I, I think it'll change your whole perspective. So um, there's my little spiel. There's my spiel. Uh, Amanda, thank you for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate it. Um, I hope you come back and, um, you know, uh, keep up all the good work and, and keep pumping out the music and the videos and having fun and, and doing the damn thing because it's really working for you. Really awesome. Is. Awesome. Well, definitely, you know, stay in touch and, you know, shout out if you're ever in Texas. I will. I will. When the allergy season's done, of course, you know, no, that's how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. In the fall. Everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars. If you love the episode and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, wherever you listen to pods, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. It's all there. Go stream it and share it with your friends and uh, do all the good things we say week in and week out. Um, everybody, this is another episode of the RCM Podcast. I'm Kyle Corbis. That's Amanda K. Ferris. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now.